Welcome to Graffiti Royale's Guide to Life, a podcast where the three of us talk about new music releases, what's going on in the industry, life hacks, and everything in between. Follow our band on all streaming sites and social media at Graffiti Royale. And now, let's go to the episode. Welcome to Graffiti's Royale's Guide to Life. Hey. I'm over <laughs> it's here. It's a grind to life. I'm a it's a grind to life. Life is a grind. Yo, happy holidays. Happy holidays, dude. Yeah, happy holidays, boys. What y'all drinking? A little... Uh, Heine? I got a little baby Heine. <laughs> nice. Classic. Got a little uh, little vino. A little leftover Love red wine. Love it. What about you? Drinking the Celebration IPA. Yep. Nice. We celebrating. Hell yes, yeah. Sir. Welcome to Graffiti's Royale Guide to Life, boy. Hey. We back. <laughs> we back, baby. Yo, we got to do a quick cameo real quick. You guys got to see this. <laughs> and he freezes. <laughs> <laughs> Just leaves. <laughs> Make a comactic. Yo, you got to see this sweater. Dude. Oh, no. Hey, dude. what's up, buns? <laughs> what up, buddy? Look how crazy what's up, buddy? <laughs> Sorry to take you from uh, all the pasta you're cooking up out there. She's like, good dude. to see your face, little girl. I need a picture of that. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, dude. man. Should have worn ugly sweaters. Dude, right. Oh. We should have. <laughs> She's so cute. Bunny. <laughs> What's Bunny. Bunny drinking? She's drinking. She's she's really been into uh, she's drinking rum that, recently. That sauce. Into rum. Yeah. Nice little little island life Christmas. Yeah, she she misses the summer, so she's she's really getting into the the rum scene. Yeah. Well, I miss that little lady. <laughs> Dude, you'll see her soon. Dude, yes. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. And she's making the journey with y'all out to Oakland, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we're driving up there. Because um, she, I don't know if we can fly with her anymore. Because I think. Pitbulls are banned uh, flights mm. now. Wait, why? I think there's a couple breeds that have. I got to double check, but I'm pretty sure a couple breeds have been like just completely lit. Like, like I don't know, just taken off the list for those fucking dog races. Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, this woman was fine with her peacock not too long ago, but <laughs> can't bring your own dog on the flight. What? Fucking peacock. <laughs> It's so big. Right. That tail is like five feet long. Seriously. Where does that go when you're on a flight? Fucking by his own seat. <laughs> yeah. At that point, like, <laughs> Peacock is just sitting next to you reading the newspaper and shit. <laughs> its legs are crossed. <laughs> it's, it's having some tea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> it's in first class. Don't want to hit turbulence <laughs> sitting next to a peacock. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Yeah. Welcome. We're back. Episode five. Hey. We're here. We're back. What are some of you guys' plans for the holidays? I'm uh, Sonji and I are driving out to Tyler's neck of the woods. Yeah. The um, Alameda, which I don't think is too far from you, Tyler. No, right? no. It's like, right. Yeah. Really close. Yeah. 10 minutes away. Nice. No, I'm super stoked, man. Like, I am. Obviously, best case scenario would be we all get to hang out for the holidays, but the fact that you get to come into town and kick it on Christmas Eve, super dope. dope. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited, dude. It's fucking sick. Yes. So we'll be, yeah, we'll be out there till the 26th and then drive back. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What about you guys? Honestly, like this Christmas, I've been trying to just get into the spirit a little bit more. You know, I feel like usually when Christmas time comes around, I'm like hustling, bustling so much to like get ready, get gifts. Mm-hmm you know, leading up to Christmas day that I forget to just enjoy the holidays and watch Christmas movies, listen to Christmas music. And then Christmas has passed. And then you don't really want to listen to Christmas music after Christmas. You know, <laughs> like Got your sights set on new year's Eve. So yeah, just like uh, being intentional about that, you know, sinking into it a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. It's like the end of the year, time to chill, time to give thanks. Mm-hmm. And yeah. 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 Nah, yeah. That's cool, man. That's cool. That's really that's really good to to like remember, you know, like kind of like slow down and be thankful for the moment. It's like over yeah. the year you're so hustling and buffling and trying to figure it out, and you know, 
just getting through that when the holidays come, we forget to be like, all right, let me relax. Mm-hmm. Right. Let me enjoy right. what I do. Yeah, even as small of a thing as listening to Christmas music, mm-hmm. you know, just like mm-hmm. taking the time to listen to this genre that, you know, is really only relevant for just a tiny little window. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I sent through a song the other day uh, that I've been digging a lot called White Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, it's obviously a classic, but I really like the Drifters version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So was, was that was that the one that was in Home Alone? Oh, was it? I don't know. I I feel like it could have been. I'll have to listen to it again. But like, yeah, it's such a good song. Like, I I don't, yeah. I don't know if that was the ver- the one that was in it or if it was, yeah, the original. I guess. I don't yeah, know. yeah, they're both yeah. really good. Um, but yeah, it got me curious, just like what what your favorite Christmas songs are. Oh. Yeah, I mean, me, it's uh, this Christmas by Donny Hathaway. That's like mm. always the, once I hear that, I'm like, fuck yeah, it's go time for Christmas. Like it nice. just like mm-hmm. puts me in the mood. He's got such a nice voice. Um, it, yeah, it just feels super nostalgic whenever I listen to it. It's probably like, yeah, that's probably my fave. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. I have to throw that on yeah. after this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's a good one. Honestly, what about you, Queez? Yo, dude, I'm not a big like holiday Christmas kind of music guy. But every time I hear uh, "Let us know, let us know, let us know," it kind of like <laughs> it's like, "Oh shit, the time is here! Mm. It is here!" You know, like, yeah, all right, cool. We in the holidays. We we in the spirit. So I feel like that's mm. one of the songs that really every time that I hear that, it's like, "Oh shit, okay, yeah, yeah." Here. Well, you're yeah. in retail too, man. So I'm I'm sure like you're just living amongst for like a month and a half just the same songs over oh, and yeah, over dude. and over again yeah 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 like so like do Mariah. you think that is what causes it a little bit maybe? yeah because like i feel like all through like november kind of like holidays here i mean kind of kind of start early like during like thanksgiving and i feel like mariah carey is like defrosting during that time right and then like <laughs> and then as soon as december hit that's all you fucking hear like just Mariah yeah. Carey just wilding. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yo, who sings the Christmas song? Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. The very next day, you took it away. This oh, Christmas. Dude. Yeah, who Bro, sings that? Something oh. special. That is such an earworm to me. Mm-hmm. And, like, I can't stand that song. If I'm in, like, a, a store and that song comes on, I just <laughs> ah! to the exit. <laughs> Wait, is that is Mariah it, Carey? Is it Britney Spears? I don't know, man. It's just so good in the way that it just gets into my brain, but it's so annoying. It is annoying. Dude, Christmas songs, man. And it, yeah. I don't know, especially now at this age, Tyler, to your point earlier about like taking time to like enjoy it and like sink in the moment and like put put up decorations. It's like as a kid, all that shit's done for you. Yeah. You know, I don't know. This year and last year, it kind of hit me a little bit more because it's like, yeah, Sunji and I are like, all right, let's break out the decorations. Let's like, let's get into it. Let's like put the work in Mm -hmm. to like make this special. Whereas as a kid, it's just like, boom, your parents did it. Yeah. Now you're just living in that magical moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. The parents definitely did a good job growing up, like to make the, feel the spirit at home, you know, like Mm -hmm. setting up the Christmas tree right on time and just like baking little cookies and like, you know, (laughs) You, coquito yeah you coming home to a coquito you feel me oh bro like have you had any of that dude. this year uh not yet not yet not yet i lost my connect man you lost it yeah she she moved so dude, i don't got it no more but do you, really do you have the recipe uh my sister makes it so hopefully she makes it when she don't make it all the time but sometimes she's in the mood and she'll make some uh mm-hmm. so hopefully Yo. she made it this year when i go in on saturday when you brought that nice. Kikito back to us when we all lived together, my mind was blown. Dude, it's so fucking good. Like, I, like, I thought eggnog was as good as it gets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was completely wrong. Kikito is fire, yo. You could just keep yeah. on sipping and sipping and sipping. Oh, yeah. Dude. I never wanted it to end, man. It was just, mm-hmm. like, so good. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Dude, I Dude, want to tell your sister to hit me up with a recipe. I got you. All right, Cougine. All right, Tell your sister. <laughs> I went to a, a bar called um, 
thief a couple nights ago in uh, Brooklyn. And it's like a whole bar, just like Christmas, like set up. They had like a whole Christmas theme and like the whole bar was like set up as like on some Christmas Santa Claus shit. And it was fucking amazing. Like the drinks mm. were good and they had something close to a coquito and it was so fucking good. So, so good. Mm. Like so he felt, he felt right at home. Oh yeah. It felt like you felt the spirit, the holiday spirit. Like, oh, like, oh shit. Like it's very well like decorated and the drinks was like, they had like a Christmas drink, like menu specifically just mm. for those. It was like so fucking amazing. Damn. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So shout you out. said thief? Yeah, thief, yeah. Thief. They steal yes. your heart. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, man. Bad joke. First dad joke. We are still becoming dads, man. <laughs> Got the dad jokes. Talking about how we have to set up Christmas for Life comes at you quick, I guess. Dude, <laughs> right, right. Dude, big time. That's so funny. The other day I was like going on this rabbit hole, like just listening. I was going on this rabbit hole, just like listening to our old music. And um, Let It Go came on. And I was like, Jesus Christ, like such a young band at the time, you know? And... It's crazy to hear Let It Go and Radio side by side. Mm-hmm. And like you, you, you hear the growth, you hear how, how we've kind of found ourselves, you know, I mean, we're still evolving and finding ourselves in this music world, you know, but it's crazy to see like where we are now compared to Let It Go. And such a like refreshing thing to hear. Like after so many sessions, after so many like trying different sounds and trying different things, we ended up here and it's like, wow, like this is amazing to hear. Mm-hmm. Like, have you guys experienced any moments like that with Graffiti Royale? Where Great it just question. kind of floods you with that kind of feeling? Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden? Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, <clears throat> I was I was kind of thinking about our history a little bit mm. and it's just, it's it's wild mm. because- like I just keep getting reminded of more and more stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think about our history like so fondly. And we've been at it for what? Like since 2015 now? Dude, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what is that? Eight years? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and just to think about all those little moments and like the mm-hmm. growth along the way and like the little things that happen by happenstance that led us to be able to continue creating together and to like evolve as a band. Mm-hmm. And even, I mean, I was even thinking about the way that you and I met Quez, right. You know, mm-hmm. just like happenstance through Chris Gooseby, mm-hmm. you know, and like, shout out Chris, how, mm-hmm. how, uh, yeah. Shout out to Chris and like his persistence to get us together. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. was, is amazing because we wouldn't have met had he not kept no. being like, yo, Ty, you got to meet this uh-huh. dude that I know who I met at this poetry slam. And, you know, I didn't know who you were. And I was like, yeah, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, like, let's do it, you know. But I wasn't, like, pressing him for it or anything. Uh-huh. And he just kept saying that over and over again and kept reminding me. Uh-huh. And then he finally got us together. Dude, it was and crazy. Like, and, like, that was such a pivotal moment, you know, uh-huh. of us meeting. Like, we really clicked, found out we had the same birthday, uh-huh. listened to Beats. And uh-huh. then you were like, yo, I got the show coming up. Uh-huh. And I had met Alec from catering and we had been jamming with some other dudes, you know, trying to start a project or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, dude, got everyone together, showed up at the wrong studio. It's crazy. Wrong rehearsal space. <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I was talking to my partner about this the other day and cause she lives a couple blocks away from our old studio that we used to go to in Looming. Mm-hmm. Looming. Yeah. So she, nice. like, she don't live that far from there. So I was like, yo, and I, and I realized at that moment was like, oh shit. I just remember that you live by here. Yeah. And we, you know, we started going down a rabbit hole, the story of like how we showed up to the wrong studio and how like funny that studio was. <laughs> and like, you had to kind of, that studio was, it was yeah, yeah, you kind of had to go through like a stairs into like a fire escape yeah. and then <laughs> enter like this window door situation. Yeah. And then have this dude. 
sitting there FaceTiming with this random girl the whole session. <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah, think I was at yeah. Sweatshop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like the first right? the first time we all got together, Quez was like, yo, I have this show coming up with Chris Rivers, right? At Drum. Yeah. He was like, yo, can you be can you be the backup band or like play some beats for mm-hmm. me? And I was like, well, I know this drummer, guitar player, mm-hmm. producer who I've been jamming with already. Like, let's just all do it. Um, <laughs> and so I was kind of coordinating the whole thing. And I had been jamming with my other homie, John, at Lumin. So I just got like the location. Like we scheduled it at um, Sweatshop, right? But I got the location mixed up. And so I took, so Alec was waiting at Sweatshop. I took Quez to Lumen. Mm-hmm. Quez was like going to the studio through a fire escape. <laughs> and I was like, yo, these guys stood me up, motherfuckers. <laughs> and then Alec wasn't I'm- even there. Man, I was so embarrassed. I was like, dude, I got the studio wrong. You know, and I remember Julio was just like, where, what's going what's on? Like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, you had your bodyguard with you. <laughs> dude, Julio like, was there for most of the, the early practices. Yeah, right? dude. Yeah, yeah dude. He was, and he was like, all right. I mean, obviously, I love Julio, man. Like, he's mm-hmm. such a good good dude. Oh, yeah, that's the man. Um, and, and just, I don't know, it's like having him there and like Sha would come every once in a while and mm-hmm. like drive eventually. It was just mm-hmm. like, it was cool to have that little bit of encouragement along the way. Dude, you know? big time. Um, while we were like, I don't know, building something. Mm-hmm. At that point, it wasn't even a band yet, but... I remember yeah. like looming was that's kind of I think I was like li- a little bit late to one of the practices and like that's where I was thinking about yo like maybe we should start a band mm-hmm. you know wonder if they would be into it and then I I remember walking by like this huge wall of graffiti and there was a crown um probably like 3 blocks up from looming that's crazy and and that's where I was like huh and then like graffiti royale just kind of like I was like playing around with words I was like oh that's kind of cool like I wonder if they'll They'll dig it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I pitched it then or like to the next one, but I was like, yeah, we should start a band guys. Like, what do you, what do you think yeah, about it? Like, I what remember. do you think about this? And I think there was a yeah. little bit of like, Oh, that's like a cool enough name mm-hmm. for now. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. like, at, at, like as we started, you know, mm-hmm. really becoming a band, there was like some pushback on the name <laughs> a little bit. There was like, maybe there's a better one. Right. And then eventually it was just like, nah, like let's just like rock with that. And yeah, um, it's just like names are what you make it. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of cool, humble beginnings, man. Yeah, the meaning of the name like came to be, you yeah. know. It's so easy to just second guess a name mm-hmm. at first, but now all these years later, it can't be anything else besides that. There's so much meaning behind that name. How could we ever change that now? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 But yeah, back to your original question. Every time I watch like old videos or old pictures or listen to our old stuff, it's just. I get so nostalgic, mm-hmm. you know, and part of me wants to go relive it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then part of me is so proud of us and mm-hmm. wants to just keep pushing it forward. A hundred percent. Like seeing the old videos of us, like in San Francisco performing or in LA together, or even just like recent, like getaway trips, you know, it's just like, damn, like I can't believe that we, we've had the opportunity to live these moments and really create something out of these moments. You know, mm-hmm. and like that shit will live forever, dude, forever. And it's so sick that we're creating something special in the whole midst of that. Yeah. While we live yeah, in man. these amazing moments, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it's super sick. Like, it's dope. So, cheers to that, dude. Cheers yeah, to cheers to that, man. Us, cheers dude. to that, boys. Yeah. Cheers hey. to us. Yeah, I mean, I people ask me sometimes, you know, like, you guys are living in three different states now. Mm-hmm what's going to happen with the band? And I'm like, well, this isn't just my band. These are like, like great, great friends. Right. Yes. A hundred percent. So we're going to keep hanging out. Mm-hmm. And the thing that we like to do when we're together is make music. So the band's never going to stop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. A hundred people are always 100%. just like, Oh shit. Okay. That right. makes sense. <laughs> I mean, cause it's like a little cheat code. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause I, I feel, I feel like the, of course the goal at first was to like, you know, make it big. And and it's still the goal, you know, it's still the goal to mm-hmm. make it big and make something out of it and be successful to what our own, you know, meaning to successfulness is, you know. Um, but in the midst of that, like, we just happened to build this brotherhood that took lead over the band. And it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, the brotherhood is what drives that band. Right. And that's what makes it more special. And that's what makes it like the music sounds so much stronger. The music sounds so fucking dope and so like amazing. Cause it's like that brotherhood that's driving 
Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, all, all those experiences that we had together mm-hmm. and the growth together mm-hmm. and the hard times and the good times and the ups and downs, that's all in our music. Right. And there's that trust when we get in the studio mm-hmm. from all that experience together mm-hmm. that, that really translates and makes the songwriting just so much fun. Big time. Totally. Big time, dude. Yeah, it hits me too, like in waves, but especially when we just put out a song and I go the first time, go to Spotify in a car. That's usually mm-hmm. like, I'll just go in the car and like pop it on. I'm like, mm-hmm. holy shit. Like I feel both nostalgia, but also just like, how did we do this? You know, like mm-hmm. this sounds so good. It just continually to get better. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't know. For me personally, I'm always like, hold, like I'm in this band. This is fucking yeah. sick. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. like we're making some amazing music mm-hmm. yeah. and no one has really heard it yet, which is the craziest part. But like, I'm having a great time along the way. And it's like, yeah, it's almost like a little secret. It kind of feels that way. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like this like gem that's like, I don't know, undiscovered, you know, uh-huh. it's, it's cool. But, but mm-hmm. you know, within that is, yeah, the brotherhood and like, mm-hmm. it's going to keep going, man. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. But Definitely. yeah, no, yeah. I mean, even going back to the early stuff, like let it go is it still holds up. It's the theme to this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's a good song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's so cool that, uh, we were in the frame of mind to really strive for quality, even mm-hmm. back then in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big time. I remember yeah. us recording that at uh, Brewing Studios. Mm. Brewing Studios. Brewery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brewery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brewery Studios. Yeah. Uh, oh, I forgot we were there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The final, mm-hmm. final product. And yeah. being so stoked on us, like recording our first song and. <laughs> we were in this nice big studio recording our first song and yeah i don't know it mm-hmm. just felt so good and so special it felt so right yeah so yeah. right it felt big yeah it was like a big mm-hmm. moment for us man yeah. like that was yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and there's also something about recording in the studio which it'd be cool to get back to one day it mm-hmm. just feels a little bit more momentous yeah monumental yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. what did we do with raised because that was the second one was that in, was that on our own or was that, I think that was also in a studio. Was that with James Chan? I think it was, yeah, James Chan. Yes, I think yep. it was with Rank, yeah. Shout out to James Chan. James. Yep. That was a cool experience, man. That guy was dope. Yeah, first record <laughs> deal on the table. Yeah. yeah, I hope he's doing well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out to James Chan, man. I think he is, man. I follow him and like I'll, every once in a while I'll see him in the studio just taking some like, you know, behind the scenes videos of whoever's in the studio recording. So he's, yeah. he's keeping the dream alive, which is, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. I think he's also a live engineer for a venue. Mm-hmm. So he's, mm. he's like a, he's a true it. audiophile. Nice. He's fucking yeah. killing it, dude. Yeah. That, that was a fun <laughs> experience, man. <laughs> I'll never forget when I tried to plug my phone charger into like the one outlet that was available in his studio. And like, I blew the power circuit <laughs> the studio was just, down for the count for like an hour <laughs> and not the first time that's ever happened yeah i was like what is uh, just, if, if i if i read into a couple of these signs like too much we wouldn't be a band <laughs> <laughs> it's like ah, this is not working out <laughs> yeah dude even at that uh drum the oh whole dj set situation yeah mm-hmm. our very first show mm-hmm. Right. So we met, we rehearsed, we're like gearing up for our big show. We get there, we meet Chris Rivers. <laughs> They're like, okay, you can go up on stage and set up your stuff. The DJ is kind of like warming the crowd up. We were setting up last, we were the last band to set up, I think. And so I'm setting my stuff up on, on the table. They assigned to me, Alec, you set up your drum set behind it. And they set up the table really close to the DJ booth. So I'm like, Got my stuff on it. I'm trying to move it over a little bit just to separate myself, give myself a little bit of space from the DJ. And I'm feeling a little bit of resistance. <laughs> it's like, give it a tug. <laughs> and the DJ set cuts out. The lights cut out. Oh I had pulled God. the entire, like I pulled the main power plug out of the wall. <laughs> Oof. Oof. I'll never forget the look on the DJ's face. He's just so disappointed. Just daggers in his eyes at me. <laughs> <laughs> in that moment, I'm like, I, I'm not meant to. This is this is the first show and the last show I'm ever going to perform. 
Anyway, the, the show went on. We Thank performed. You, uh, did pretty yeah, well, man. That was a good. Yeah, we good did. First show. We did pretty well. I felt good about it, and I remember afterwards coming off stage, and the DJ like gave me a big dab. It was just like, yo, yeah, like that was that was dope, man. Yeah, yeah. So fuck. I felt like a little a little redeemed in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like no hard feelings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We proved ourselves. Yeah, nah, I feel like our sound was so <laughs> different. So funny. You know, and still to this day, I feel like our sound is so different, so still fresh and new. You know, so like yeah. when people yeah. hear it live, mm-hmm. they're like, oh shit, and our energy and the way we, our chemistry and the way we interact on stage, it's like, oh damn, like. This is impactful. Like it's, it's yeah. big, mm-hmm. fucking huge. Yeah, man. I was thinking about that earlier, and yeah, a year that buddy. She, she wants to get in. She's like, I want to do that yeah. cameo. She's like, put me on your lap. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> I was on a t-shirt. <laughs> Dude, Bunny's been in, man. She's been in a Bunny. music video. She's been on merch. She's been on stickers. Um, yeah, that's her mascot right there. That's, that's a mascot, man. Dude. Uh, Shout out to Graffiti Royale, man. We're excited to like everything else that's coming in the future next year. Yeah. Um, and all the new memories that we're going to create next year. So shout out to yeah. us, man. Yeah, man. Right. 2024. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, you got man. so many stories and they'll, they'll just keep coming out on oh, the spot. Dude. It is. There is. Mm-hmm. More to come, for sure. Right. Um, I don't know if you guys heard, but I heard that Kanye releasing a new album soon. And there's been some snippets flowing around. I'm not sure if you guys heard any of them. Are you guys excited or are you guys not? He's got a new single out, right? Does he? I think so. Oh, really? I listened to it last night. Oh, yeah. oh shit. Oh, shit. Vultures. Wait, is the name of the album Vultures? Yeah. Because the song is also called Vultures that I saw. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought, I thought the name of the album was Vultures. I think so. Let me look it up. Um, no, I haven't heard it yet. I've, I've heard some snippets and like mm-hmm. some shitties teasing out on uh, like live shows and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I'm dude. I'm, I'm I'm always I'm always interested to hear what he puts out. It sounds good, man. So far, yeah. I mean, he like his his production chops are. Dude. are I've, I've talked about it all the time, but his production chops for me are like next level. Yeah. Um, like he's a producer first to me and then a, a you know, a rapper and lyricist second, but Facts. yeah, I'm always curious to hear what he puts out. And I also heard these fucking oh, starting shit. a, uh, a city. Yeah. In, uh, in, uh, the middle East, hundred thousand yeah. acres. Yeah. You, <laughs> really? you saw that too? Yeah. No, no. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that actually this morning. Same. Yeah. It's crazy. Which is, cr- which is a very Kanye thing to do. <laughs> right. Dude. I'll go. Right. <laughs> I already booked the flight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy that someone can say with money, it can be like, I'm going to build my own city and I want it here. And just like start. I can't work. even like, what is that life like? Right. <laughs> I'm going to build Dude. a city. <laughs> Dude, he built like a writing camp for his album in Dubai. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you can't even do that, right? The struggle, the struggle is real for sure. Um, <laughs> no, I can pay my rent. I can pay my rent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're good. We're good. We're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If my landlord's listening right now. Like you're getting your rent. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> that's crazy though to build your own city like to even just think of it like Mm -hmm. yeah where where do you start yeah he's dude he's such an interesting guy man he is like you know uh, I mean there's so much drama swirls around him Mm -hmm. and he's like so active Mm -hmm. and has his hands in so many different things and is like creative genius man I mean I don't really condone a lot of the things that he says right you know or like even respect him for a lot of the things that he says, especially about Jewish people and stuff right now. I think we just have to, I just want to make that clear that I'm not an advocate of that in any way. Not at all. Um, that's super disrespectful of him to like be saying the stuff that he's saying. But aside from that, from like a pure music standpoint, 
like you have to separate Kanye West the human and Kanye West the artist. Mm -hmm. Because like from a music standpoint, like I will always be so curious what's coming out of that dude's brain musically. Uh If you're in the music game, Uh you have to listen to Kanye West album. Uh Yeah. Do you think that it's hard for you to separate the human versus the artist? Yeah, I think it's a little hard. You know, because a lot of times, especially these days, you get wrapped up in like the persona of artists. Uh Uh Of course, like a lot of times people are fans of artists because of their persona, even Mm -hmm. more than the music sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I think, I think it's, you know, I don't know. This is, this is a big debate Mm -hmm. and it's like, it's a hard, it's a hard question. Yeah, it is a hard question. Yeah. Yeah. Go Quez. Nah, I think, I think it is. (laughs) Stalemate. I think it is hard. I think it is hard. I think you want to see, even us being artists, you know, I feel like, Sometimes you want to say certain things in music that you, not saying that you were going to lie in your music, but you want to say certain things that like, at that moment you feel and everything that you feel at the moment is not what you believe. I was watching the Vegas Mm -hmm. uh, live stream of his album Mm -hmm. and, uh, or he like said something about how he's not going to let Jewish people manage him, you know, but he'll let him pick out his jewelry. You know, it's like, that's ridiculous. Which is even if he thinks that's like a funny thing to say right. and does, and is just even like playing up the fact that right. he's getting a hard time by people mm-hmm. by saying the things that he says and like being labeled as anti-Semitic, it still is an offensive thing to say. And quite right, frankly, it like it makes all Jewish, it's, it's like a really bigot thing to say because it makes all the Jewish people that are in this country mm-hmm. a little bit less safe as someone with like that kind of loudspeaker to their voice 100%. is saying stuff like that. You know, and like my fiance is Jewish. I have Jewish friends. Mm-hmm. I have Jewish family members. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, I totally dig his music. And it's like really, it's really hard to differentiate between the two. Right. Honestly. Right. Yeah. 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 Especially with social media and just mixing both. Because back in the day, like, you know, it was a little easier because you wouldn't know who this person kind of was. In a sense, yeah. yeah. So you was able to just like know this person for the music, right? But like right. I, nowadays, I feel like social media has just like put everything in just this one bucket, right? And we still yeah. don't even know who Kanye West right. really is. Right. We just we just know who his public persona is, right. Right. and he's like choosing to say these things, mm-hmm. which I was, I was might, just gonna say that, which yeah. which might just be like him trying to create drama and discussion, right? You know, but it's still like kind of irresponsible. It is irresponsible, big time. Yeah, it's like very sensationalized and like just like he knows people are going to write about him. He knows, you know, he's going to be in the publications yeah. and media outlets and yeah. shit like that. Like when I was watching that uh, that documentary that he put out or someone put out about him, I think it was on Netflix or whatever mm-hmm. um, about just his his career so far mm-hmm. and like all those behind the scenes videos. He seemed like such a nice dude, right? Very, very quiet. You know, mm-hmm. it was almost like this persona is just this like manifestation of mm-hmm. something else. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, yeah, to your point, Tyler, like, I don't know who the fuck Kanye is. Yeah. I don't know him personally either. So, right. Um, right. But yeah, right. like the things he does say mm-hmm. should be yeah, like, should be held accountable. It should be held accountable. Yeah. yeah. It should be held accountable, but like period full mm-hmm. stop, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, but like we don't know like we're judging what his words versus who he actually that, that's the that's the problem with celebrity too mm-hmm. yeah it's mm-hmm. like you don't know who this person is mm-hmm. he could just be feeding the fucking machine that america loves to fuel at right. this point which is just negative news yeah, negative seen. negative yeah. shit right like just feed mm-hmm. the american machine with just as much negative mm-hmm. racist stereotypical bullshit that you can and they're going to talk about you and they're going to boost your album sales or they're going to boost your fucking whatever um, but that's not like that's not him being a good person, man. It's like no, no, he's, it's not. He's boosting not. his album at the expense of a whole group of people oh, that he doesn't know people. because he had a bad experience with a couple of them. No, t- I'm not. I'm not saying that's right. No, no, no. no I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just. I'm um, just saying. Like, yeah, yeah. It's um, fucking, yeah. It's fucking wild. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, sometimes you know, sometimes I do go back and forth with listening to Kanye's music sometimes because like. I hate when he goes into these fucking rants and then every time he goes into mm-hmm. these rants, it just becomes an album rollout, you know, mm-hmm. an album rollout. Yeah. And it just becomes a part of that album rollout, which is kind of like, dude, it's like routine at this point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
But he is one of the greats. Yeah. No, I'm glad we're talking about it, man, because it is yeah. it is like complicated, and I think we're all. It's just a complicated topic being fans of someone's music, right. but right. then seeing what they're doing in their with their voice, you know, mm-hmm. outside of the music. Right. Yeah. Hundred percent. Right. Like, and yeah, probably the most polarizing said. figure. Big time. Yeah. In music right now. Big time. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. And going back to what you said, Alec, about the documentary when he was like young producer coming up mm-hmm. like he he looked like a very like humble dude mm-hmm. yeah you know just with like a lot of aspirations and making his way through the music industry like being good to people mm-hmm. so it's surprising to see and it's pretty disappointing yeah i, wonder, I, wonder uh, I if, agree like, man the industry kind of fucked him up you know and yeah what he learned and what he saw throughout his journey of growing to be the artist that he is today he probably witnessed some stuff and Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure he did. Yeah, yeah, that's like makes him want to be like fuck everybody, you know. But then again, it's like man, like you, voicing that is crazy. You don't have to go that path, <laughs> right? You 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 can right. you can you you can like overcome that bullshit, mm-hmm. and you can overcome whatever you experience. Like I don't know what he experienced. So I'm not going to even like right. mm-hmm. entertain the idea of doing so. But like right. mm-hmm. you can be the bigger person, and you can you can be a role model to people, and you don't have to like. You don't have to take that path of just right. like sensational shit and like racist yeah. comments and like just like what you're doing is you're 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 like just putting weight on words that that don't need to have weight and shouldn't have weight and it's like right. I mean yeah. people will still listen yeah. to your album yeah <laughs> even yeah if you don't do that I mean, like, honestly probably more it. would yeah. if you were just yeah more stand up and and you didn't take yeah. that approach. I don't know, but whatever. I mean, I want Yeah. I mean, and I want to say that I would, I'm going to take a stance against Kanye and not listen to his album, but like the music producer in me can never do that. Like I have to listen yeah, to this album to, when yeah. it comes out. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And the other thing too, man, is like, he's taken such a, a, a Christian approach to his music mm-hmm. within the last, like however many years, it's interesting that he takes these stances against like Jewish people, for example, or like mm-hmm. these, this other shit that he says, um, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah I don't, I don't yeah. get it. I don't get it at all. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. But I don't get it. I don't get it. And I, I, you know, again, I wish he wasn't, it was he wasn't this person today. You know, maybe he would change in a couple of years from now. And, mm-hmm. But I, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I wish that he wasn't this person today. And he was, I mean, he could just be a more pleasant. Yeah. Figure, yeah. icon figure to look at. And yeah. To, to really admire, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he seems like someone who doesn't uh, shy away from change either. Nah, he doesn't. Yeah. He's always changing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, hopefully this is a weird phase that we're in with Kanye, man. Right. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good yeah. turn. I did not expect that. <laughs> but that just shows you what kind of like person or artist he is. We could probably dedicate a whole series of podcasts to yeah. his career yeah. man like it's just and his public shit and his personal shit i mean i feel like he's impacted us separately in so many different ways you know his music mm-hmm. like yeah he's made a mark in each and one of us in so many different ways so yeah 100 percent. Yeah. i have so many moments with his music that i will never forget right pivotal times in my life and i remember listening to kanye mm-hmm. just like yeah, growing up with him, man. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Big time, yeah, man. Yeah. Shout out. Like to his him. his music his music has been like a saving grace in the past too. Dude, big time. In different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Even I mean, for me, even like his fashion, like you know, it inspired me so much. Mm. Yeah. To you know branch out and try new things. Um, still to this day, you know, still. Yeah. You know, I look at certain things and I'm like, okay. I see you. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I mean that the the his album Yay, which came out a couple of years ago. Ooh, fire. Some really like heartfelt songs on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I go back to that every once in a while, and like yeah. there's some really cool cool tracks there and mm-hmm. sentimental tracks too. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. He's got he's got range. He's got he definitely range does. As an yeah. He definitely does. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about yeah. music, dude, and talk about range. Uh, Ty, that Victoria Monette joint. Oh, you like that? Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude. Yeah, man. That was a vibe. I mean, Victoria Monette is like killing it right now. 
Yeah. She's fucking booming. Like, yeah. I mean, single, yeah, I mean, my that... mama is killing it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so when you send that interlude, dude, I was like, Jesus, this is fucking sick. you liked it man yeah one of the reasons i said it through is just because yeah she's having a moment nominated for best artist this mm-hmm, year mm-hmm. Um, for a grammy yeah and I, I started getting super into her like she got on my radar with the first jaguar came out in like t- 2020 which that song is off of and that's like one of my favorite of her songs and it's just super groovy a lot of times this indie soul genre can get like a little uh like a little tiresome for me i really dig that genre but it started she was doing something different with it, mm-hmm. like attacking the track differently. Her beats are super fire. Mm-hmm. And then she released that new album, Jaguar 2, back in August, which is just super dope. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to it recently, and it was reminding me a lot of the Silk Sonic album, instrumentally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I looked up the producer, and it's the same exact producer, oh, this shit. guy named D-Mile. D-Mile. Yeah, D-Mile produced... All the Silk Sonic produced, is producing Victoria Monet now. And yeah, I really dig it. Yeah, she yeah. sounds like, to me, she sounds like a, she don't sound like a new artist to me. She doesn't feel like a new artist to me. She feels like a, like a back in the day artist to me. I don't know, for some reason, like her vibe, her music, the, just the way, like even her videos, like, videos seem very well like put together like back in the days back in the days videos were like so orchestrated and so well put together and it was like this big production and mm-hmm. i feel like she's taking the same approach and trying to tap i feel like she's trying to tap into that world a little bit of like what the formula was for music videos and for music back in the day and kind of just trying to bring it into this new age of sounds and new mm-hmm. age of like um music entirely so every time i hear her, i'm like dude she gave me such a like a nostalgic moment of like damn she's she's dope dude she's fucking sick so when you sent yeah. that through i was like yeah here goes on another one yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree quasi like she she definitely has that kind of i don't want to say retro but like yeah. she kind of has that element of the past mm-hmm. like embedded in her mm-hmm. i would love to see like a and i i don't know from like a male counterpart i could see like yeah, Silk Sonic, Bruno Mars comes to mind like a, a duo with like like a collab album with those mm-hmm. two would be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean her voice is just so nice to listen to too. Mm-hmm. And like the <laughs> like in in, the, in those in, in that track, I mean it's like a quick little tasty track, but yeah. like I don't even think it cl- like clips a minute, but um, it's just like such a nice like brassy kind of like mm-hmm. little little bells in there. It's just I don't know, it just it's one of those tracks like from the first second you're immediately in that world and you don't have to like get to the world. She does mm-hmm. such a good job in that really quick span to just right. like bring you there immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Allie yeah. was like, her voice is so nice to listen to. <laughs> it's so nice. Don't get, Bunny's going to get jealous. Dude. <laughs> Bunny's clawing at the door right now. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, yeah, uh, man. Yeah. Yeah, she's man. an exciting artist, man. I'm, I'm excited to yeah. see what else she does. Yeah, I didn't know she was along. up for a Grammy. Yeah. That's cool. Wow. wow, that's sick. Yeah, there's some cool new artist Grammy nominations this year. I saw that Fred again is on the list. Who? Mm. Fred again. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he's blowing up too. Yeah, that Fred mm. again track, you showed me, I like Baby Back, Baby Again or something. What's it called? Uh, baby, I, again. baby Again. Yeah. Baby, baby Again. again. Yeah. Baby Again. Yeah. Bop. Dude, mm-hmm. he just came out with one with uh, with Baby Keem. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's cool that he's uh, yeah. That was the too. the Bear Lake getaway trip theme yeah, song. That was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I don't. Yeah, it was just uh, a track that's been on my playlist for for a minute now. Um, I I still don't know how to pronounce his name. I think it's Dubuel. Yeah, um, that's why you say his name because I didn't want to sound stupid. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, let's hope it's pronounced Dubwell. Um, <laughs> but uh, the album cover it was pretty inspiring. <laughs> he gave me Prince vibes, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. dude, big Prince vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like he had like very eighties yeah. sound. Uh, songs yeah. called Last Night. was fire i was listening to that again today and i was like yeah quez is gonna love this fucking bridge oh my god <laughs> oh my god yeah i was like yeah that he's that's gonna be the part that he talks about boom <laughs> <laughs> so predictable this guy just the bridge guy <laughs> quez loves a good bridge, 80s bridge dude i love a good bridge dude dude uh, as do i man i oh, that, i mean that, that that's what takes the song to classic level is, is a, is a, is a strong bridge, but it's, it's um, hard to really yeah. enjoy a song without a bridge. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the deciding factor between a song feeling like it goes on too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hit me with a bridge and then bring me back. I love that. Right. Yeah. Please bring me back at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Please. I know. Sometimes you think it's going to go back and then it's just a new song. <laughs> Which I love and I hate because it doesn't seem complete yet. You know, yeah. like there's not like a bookend to it. Um, I mean, and we've done that. We did that with Dreaming. Yeah. yeah. But there's a little bit of an element of, oh, these guys couldn't figure out how to bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking amateurs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but I feel like there's certain songs that don't need to come back. Yeah, that's true too. Don't need to come back. Like, I feel like there's certain songs that like, just deserve that change and that change needs to live there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's like, you can't, yeah, you can't go back after that. Um, it's right. so special. If you, if you can go back, it's just like, well done. And yeah. <laughs> and while you creating that, I feel like the song would tell you that whether it wants to go back or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, I feel like there's been moments, especially with like dreaming when we were working on dreaming and that change came along, we just felt like, Oh, this should continue. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there was no thought really about, should we go back? It was, just yeah. like, you know, it was just like, <laughs> we need to live here. This is where it's going to live. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So and it could so easily feel like two different tracks mm-hmm. sometimes when mm-hmm. that structure mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't think we landed on that with dream. And I think it was a really nice. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. Hey, I, I would Biased, prefer it. Yeah. yeah, I would prefer a change to no bridge at all. Usually, mm-hmm. like if you just if you change and you never come back, like that's doper to me than a song that just goes on for too long. Right, it gets repetitive. Yeah, just like a standard like verse hook, verse hook, hook, boom, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I completely agree. But yeah, this track was just like a, I don't know, I just kind of found it on the Spotify algorithm. Like it just popped on. I think it was like a year, year and a half ago. Mm. And it's just been just kind of a staple in one of my playlists. Whenever it comes on, I'm just like, I'm just like ready to go. I'm ready to <laughs> fucking vibe. I don't know. It's just such a good, I, I, I'm also partial to eighties vibe, <laughs> like sounds and synths and drums and princey vocals. And like, just like just that element of a different era. So I'm partial yeah. to that anyway, but yeah, this is like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, man. Such I thought the vocals are really interesting and cool on this one. You know, like I thought that I sang high. This guy is singing high. He's like mm-hmm. he is up there, and you can't really understand what he's saying. It's almost like a lead instrument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he's like using his voice as just almost like a key solo or something. So like, it doesn't matter. It just puts you in a vibe. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. I was driving around town today listening to this. I was in a vibe. <laughs> you, you was in a vibe. You was vibing, dude. <laughs> How vibey? Like windows down, sunglasses on. Ooh. Don't know what the fuck this song is about at all, but vibing out. Nice, Ooh. dude. In the bass, the, the bass hits so hard in this one. Fire, fire bass. Fire, yeah. Fire, fire, fire. Love a fire yeah. bass. Love a good fire bass. <laughs> 
Nah, I think overall that song was great, dude. Good shit. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks. Austin Wynn, too. And like, you, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling out the stops on a classic band. Dude. So, dude. I don't know the Yeah, Yeah, Yes. I don't know who they are, to be honest with you. Wait, what? Yeah, I don't know. You just picked a random track? How'd you find that song? Uh, that yeah. song plays at my job. Mm. And I like, her voice was like, kind of infectious. And I was like, oh shit, this is fucking dope. dope. But I didn't realize how cool it was until like, I actually like downloaded it. And I was playing it one day on my headphones. And I really felt the instruments, like how they were mixed and how the drums were like, kind of punchy and like, Mm-hmm. fucking sick and the vibes and I was like oh this is fire but I never heard a yeah 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 song ever in my life like I think yeah, you have yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably I have I, I just I, didn't I, know I'd be surprised if you haven't heard their most popular one I gotta look it up which, which is yeah I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll send it through mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah what song it's, is that? Uh, heads will roll is one of them and maps is the other one is that off fever uh, what was that because I remember fever to tell guy. yes yes yeah so Maps was off deeper to tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember really digging the song Rich, which is I mm. think the second or third track on that album. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's cool that you brought up the Yeah Yeah's, man, because I remember really digging those guys in high school and I didn't even know they were still making music. Oh shit, I didn't even know they were that same. I didn't yeah. even know they were like that old. That's crazy. Yeah. Which is another testament to just being a band for a long time. Right. Right. Like, that's inspiring. It is. Keep Sick. keep making music. Keep putting stuff out. Like that's kind of becoming Dude, our story. Fever to Tell came out in two thousand three. Oh but damn! They, I think their first album. I'm just looking real quick. But yeah, their first album was yeah Fever to Tell two thousand three. But yeah, wow, that was their first album. Yeah, wow. It looked at least on Spotify. I don't know if they had like unreleased stuff before that. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. Album. It's cool that they uh, the song the song is called Different today. It's cool that they just re- released it in 2022, like not not so long ago. Yeah, it's so sick, and like the mm-hmm. I feel like the cover is so dope, so creative. Yeah, something tells me they're really good friends. Right. right. <laughs> this goes back to what we were talking about. Like that's the like how else could you keep making music, you know, 20 years later 20 if years you're not later. friends? Right. Yeah. The friendship drives that. Dope. No, yeah. That's dope. fucking sick. Dude, yeah, you sending this through. Uh, I totally forgot about that band. Honestly, oh, shit. like, yeah. I, yeah, I feel like like Tyler. I listened to it a bunch like, when they like way back then, mm-hmm. you know, early two thousands, and yeah. yeah, it was it was cool, the, man. Like, yeah. yeah, like the music heads that I was hanging out with back in the day, you know, who like really dug in the deep cuts, and it was cool because I had some friends that like really would give me the good stuff that they were finding, you know, from older brothers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah, it was like always on that list. That's fire. That's crazy. You dude, I this is the first well, from, to my knowledge, this is the first song I've ever heard from them. Um Yeah. And I again I, I swear to God I don't drink that much, but I had another little drunk moment on a train the other day and I was listening to this and I was like, Oh, I need to share this. This needs to be talked about on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be the teaser again. <laughs> and I was like, This is fire. And dude, <laughs> such a good song. Such a good song. Like yeah. New York's version of the car listen is the train version. For oh, sure. big time. Big time. 100%. Yeah. The only difference is you can ride the train drunk. And that's true. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and you can get home just fine. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get the windows down with the sunglasses on, but you uh, get the drunk. You get the drunk. <laughs> you get the drunk. You get the drunk, boy. No, nah, but it was just yeah, man. such a fucking cool, like, songs that we all shared that I downloaded all of them. I was like, well, this is a vibe. So I hope, yeah. hope nice the man. listeners like them, love them, and mm-hmm. keep them vibing to them. Their drums yeah. are always so fire. Just got to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, front and center, 
just compressed, kind of trashy, punchy. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, you guys making me want to go back now and listen to some of the old stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that. That's like their DNA is the, the percussive forefront. Oh, I felt like yeah, that. yeah. It was, yeah, man. And like, I don't know if you guys like read the lyrics on this one. It's so simple. So simple. Like, yeah, they, they don't. Something. Yeah, like how the world keeps spinning out of control. Yeah. You know, just kind of like repeating a lot of different similar lines. Like, very not traditional. Mm-hmm. Uh, from a writing standpoint, which was awesome. It was sick. It was yeah. sick. Yeah. Like her voice is so good. Mm-hmm. Her voice is so good. And just overall, it was like a a very good track. And I was like, damn. Yeah. And I think like Mark Ronson, he uh, curates <laughs> all like the music at my job. Um, so it's Mark Ronson? Like, yeah. Wow! Yeah, I know this playlist that I know this playlist that we're playing right now. He's he curated it. Yeah, dude, that was a that was a great wreck. Brought me back. Thank you. Yeah. So we got a getaway <laughs> trip coming up pretty soon. And yeah, we do. Yeah, that led me to think about you know <clears throat> what is a what what was your favorite getaway trip and why? Ooh, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Man, I think for me, the first one obviously is like holds such a special place because that was the first time we executed on a project that was just like, yeah, we should do this for the band. And we we made the moves and we made it happen. A lot of good memories there. But I think Shelter Cove for me, I just think that I think it it adds to the environment. Like it felt like we were on a different planet, Uh you know, like with with the fog that was just there the entire like five days. Uh little sleeping kind of fishing town. Mm-hmm. Like we're super close to the ocean, like hanging out with locals. Like we were kind of on like this Airbnb that was like perched almost like overlooking mm-hmm. like the, like the town, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like it was such a great setting, man. Like, and I think our music really, I also, that was like kind of the catalyst for the album for the next album. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I think the environment, it's just like the environment was so great on that one for me. Um, and I think we we unt- like broke new ground on writing as well. Mm. Um, it was pretty like pretty magical like mm. experience from a creative endeavor, you know. Mm. But especially as as a band, so that would be for me. That's fucking dope, dude. Yeah, I agree with that, man. I feel like in in Shelter Cove, writing felt easier than it had been in the past for some reason, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's like some of the buildup that we had been doing a little bit in Utah with like the instrumentals and just, I don't know, it felt like it came a little bit easier and like the the environment added a lot to that and we were able to just like disconnect. Some, I mean, there was no Wi-Fi on that trip. Like we were yeah. literally disconnected yeah. on that trip, mm-hmm. which was mad annoying, mm-hmm. you know, when we're trying to phone home, but I think it added, it added something to being like lost in the fog. Mm-hmm. With no Wi-Fi, all we have is our instruments and each other. Mm-hmm. That was kind of a special trip for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. All man, all these trips like have something unique and special about them. Mm-hmm. I was kind of going through the trips, and I had actually forgotten that the first trip was at Carlos's cabin. Which oh, was like, shit. Yeah, it was. oh. Wow. I thought it was like Conkson. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, no, me too. I was, I was going through, and I'm like, I think we've been on more than four getaway trips, but I think there's been five total, right? Including Carlos's cabin, Carlos's mm-hmm. cabin, Conkson one, where Kronson. we shot. I don't mind, right? Conkson two. Mm-hmm. That was dope. Conkson mm-hmm. two. We wrote mm-hmm. radio mm-hmm. and a bunch of other stuff. Shelter Cove. Mm-hmm. Got the album kicking off. Yep. Bear Lake. Oh. Yeah, which was also yeah. just like its own little like Fargo esque mm-hmm, mm-hmm. vibe, you know? <laughs> Got the hot tub going, we all had our own room. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Shelter Cove. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, and I was thinking back to Carlos's cabin, which is a little uh like special for me, just in the fact that like that's the first time I ever sang mm-hmm. on like any mm-hmm. graffiti stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, you know, I've been singing with like guitar and songwriter stuff up until that point, but I never thought that my voice would be on like, you know, a record that I released to the public. Mm-hmm. Cause up until that point we were just sa- like in my production style was just sampling 
other singers' voices that I really admired. You know, and I think in that moment we had a song that was going and decided to lay down some vocals and it sounded pretty good. And I was like, oh my God, like this is this is a lane that I could actually, you know, like like water and see what happens with. So, you know, and I I really like appreciate you guys for allowing me to go there with it and like have some growing pains with it and yeah. Yeah, dude, it's sick. It yeah, so it goes so well with the mm-hmm. intensity yeah, of what graffiti is. Word, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Great time. That's awesome, man. So yours would be the Carlos trip? Okay. I don't know if it would be the Carlos cabin trip. It's so hard to pick a favorite, man. It's like just different memories from each one of them. Yeah. Um, but there's like pivotal moments in each one. Yeah. I mean, I think Shelter Cove is a standout. The Black Sand Beach that was like right there. Yeah. It's just so majestic. Yeah. 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 I think maybe my criteria was like, yeah, like more environmental at that point for, for me, mm-hmm. like saying that that was number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just goes mm-hmm. to show like how important the environment is for writing and creating things in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what, what about you, Quest? Um, I think mine was Shelter Cove. Yeah. Shelter Cove was a very special for me. I don't know why. I mean, I feel like I had so much to say around that time. Mm. Um, I felt comfortable with myself. I feel like, yeah, I just had a lot to say. Um, and I feel like I went there with a lot to let out. And it was it felt very refreshing to kind of come back empty in a way. Mm. It's just like mm. overall. Um, <clears throat> And yeah, dude, the, the, the whole Airbnb was very special. Where it was placed, where it was at, you know, uh, how we were able to just walk down the block, and there were locals at the bars, and and the way we like, you know, having no service at the time. I don't know how that worked out. Now I got a partner. Now she would probably kill me. But uh, <laughs> having no cell service at the time, you know, there it was just like a <laughs> a way to disconnect. Um, and really be like rooted and grounded with yourself. Yeah. And that was fucking dope. So I think like mm. Shelter Cove for me was a very special, very special. Mm. It was dope. Mm-hmm. It was dope. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like isolating in, uh-huh. in a good way. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. not like, uh-huh. yeah, for what we were doing there. Like a proper retreat. Right. Yeah. yeah. Bear Lake was sick too, though, man. Bear Lake was dope. That was like top notch too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a fun one too, man. Yeah. Despite the fact that your room had no electricity. Dude. <laughs> yeah. You were also isolated in there. <laughs> that was the fucking creepiest room I've ever slept in. <laughs> Creepier than the Gronkson room? Dude, yeah, man. It was so big in there. Like, it was so fucking big and spacious in there for no reason. And no fucking <laughs> lights. No wonder you were always yeah. in the living room watching Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't sleep. Just 5 a.m. All right, I'm done sleeping. Right. <laughs> what <else can> do? <laughs> Dude, it was so fucking creepy in there. <laughs> no nightlight or nothing. Yeah. Dude. yeah. That was bizarre. But I'm, yeah. I'm excited for the next uh, getaway trips. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, me too. Nah, it's cool that we've been continuing to do these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that it, and that the getaway trip started before we all moved to different states. Mm-hmm. It's like our, it was like already solidified that this was something that we do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what you said about leaving the getaway trip empty, like like you laid it all down on the line. Yeah, yeah. It's like I before you left. I left yeah. that left mm-hmm. that there. Hmm. Um. All right, let's go. Yeah, some, yeah. Some new memories, some new. Let's let's, let's replenish ourselves with something new, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which is pretty fucking dope. Right, like every everything that's inspired you up to that point is uh-huh. in those songs, uh-huh. right? And then you go back to your life uh-huh. to get more inspiration uh-huh. to come with to the next getaway trip uh-huh. with. Yeah, it's fucking sick. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. That was really cool. Uh-huh. It's like a sponge. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's mm. like you just fucking soak all this in and then you go and squeeze the shit out and, <laughs> right. and then go back right. and like <laughs> soak the food again. <laughs> Are you feeling like a full sponge right now? Uh, I feel like a full fucking sponge right now. <laughs> <laughs> nice and fucking <laughs> squishy. Yeah, me too, man. I'm fucking I'm ready, man. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's gonna be a wet and wild getaway trip coming up here. <laughs> just, just two sponges. Just two sponges, wet and fucking wild. <laughs> Graffiti gone wild. Oh man. Oh man. Thank you for checking us out today. Thank you for listening to our crazy stories and our, you know, hope you guys like the uh, songs that we shared. Happy holidays to each and one of y'all. We love y'all. Um, and happy new year. Yo, happy new year, guys. Happy new year, guys. Happy yeah, thanks year. for listening. Peace. We'll see you soon. Later. Peace. Later. Later. Bye. Hey, friends. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to follow us on all social media and streaming sites at Graffiti Royale. The theme song to this episode is called Let It Go by us. I just want to take this time to thank Jeremy Scott for mixing this episode as well, man. So thank you so much, and until next time, peace.